Good morning and welcome to Bear This and That Relationship Radio. I'm your host, Cynthia DeLeonardo. Well, did you have a fabulous weekend or what? The weekend was absolutely beautiful in my neck of the woods. On the Northeast, it's just amazing. (laughs) We had an amazing, amazing weekend, right? So for those of you that are closing in the summer barbecues and, you know, you didn't close your pool yet, I tell you, right? Was it beautiful or what? Absolutely beautiful. So I want to wish you, here we are again on Monday morning, and I am so grateful to have another opportunity to be with you. And uh, it's still summertime here by me. We got a major (laughs) heat wave coming uh, for the first three days of this week. So it seems right now it feels great. Uh, so I will, uh, you know, uh, just advise some of you to, you know, wear something light today, you know, maybe a light type of clothing lighter and uh, make sure that you have plenty of hydration nearby and accessible to you. You're going to need it. Uh, <laughs> you're going to need it. I think this is going to last until about Thursday, right? Um, I don't know about you, but the folks on the Northeast, we know how cold it's going to get. So I'm really enjoying these days. You know, I'm, I am not not complaining about the climate at all. I'm really loving it. Anything that it brings, as long as it's not freezing. Yes. All right. So I'm going to get on down with it on this first week of September. And uh, I didn't uh, really talk about that last week, but I want to say, you know, um, we're in September. It's really hard to believe that, you know, it's like, oh my goodness, <laughs> for me, it's like, where did it all go, you know, but uh, I want to wish you a happy September, and uh, we're coming into fall time, everybody's officially back into school, they got all their school gear and all that stuff going on, and so I wish you great success for the beginning of a new school season, and happy fall, and all those wonderful things that this holiday season that's yet to come. Let me get started. So I'm going to do a segment today of what do I do? <laughs> what do I do? My first, my first concern question is, help me, what, what do I do? What's happening in my life now, that old saying about keeping up with the Joneses has unfortunately hit my doorstep in more ways before I can even build one. You know, I haven't even moved into one yet, and it's already attacking me. What do I do? My wife and I have been saving uh, for a home, and we've been quite disciplined, and we've been saving for, for a couple of years or so. And we finally looked at our savings account and said, it's time. You know, we, we finally arrived at, at a sum of money that we have enough finally to move into our first home together. And we, we have been so, so excited about it. And we started uh, looking with uh, some, real, some realtors and we're out, you know, sort of scanning certain different towns and, and taking a look to see what's out there. The great news is that my wife and I are very disciplined people. We plan and we kind of allot money for different things. And I have to say, watching her and me together work with our finances has always been very workable. It's been, it really has been great. We've been really, we've been really, really good at it. Okay, And it has finally delivered us to a point where we can buy something that's ours for a change. Here's my problem. We, we 
securely set a sum of money that we were going to spend for this first home. Looking at homes, the realtor sort of did the math and looked at what we really have and said, and, and really she, what she's done is double the price of our home. She's doubled the price of our home. So when, what we looked at was nothing that we decided on. It was nothing that we talked about. It's everything that we said no about. Okay? And all of a sudden, I see signs that my wife has become very showy. And she's now very excited for properties that I'm not interested in buying. Okay. These homes that she's showing me is now twice the price that we together have decided to buy. They're twice the price now. And I'm not happy about it. And we are having major disagreements about it. And my wife keeps taking me into another and to another, hoping that I would change my mind and fall in love with them as she has. Well, I have fallen in love and I would like to live in those homes just as much as she, but now I'm looking at the price and value of the home that it's never going to leave any room for retirement, (laughs) savings, or any space to ever stop working seven days a week. So what this this has done to our relationship has really uh, thrown me for a loop and I'm I'm sort of going crazy on, on, on the other side of the table wondering what I'm going to do, I don't certainly don't want to leave my marriage over it, but it's going to cost me greatly. What do I do? It's, I'm very, very frustrated, and I'm really disappointed that she did not keep her promise. Wow, I have I'm very familiar with this story, and I and I would have to be very honest with you that I've owned a few homes myself with my husband. And, uh, you know, realtors sometimes are very sneaky like that. <laughs> they just are, right? You know, hey, it's a job and they're, and they're going to try to show you all the properties. And sometimes, you know, um, the way it happens sometimes is uh, realtors be- always seem to believe that we normally have that, that an average buyer usually has 20% more than they say they do. It's, it's one of those games that we play, yes? So they start showing us those those homes. Now, I have a lot of experience uh, being uh, a home buyer, and I've seen all kinds of realtors. And I would say to you, a realtor that you spell these uh, requirements out to, um, and who really wants to make a sale, will listen to you. That's all. You know. That's what I will say to you about that aspect, that that side of the, the table. That they'll listen, okay? And I will tell you that based on my experience that the realtors that listened is the ones that got the buy from us. That's true, okay? That's true. Uh, they, I, I, I can um, recall one particular episode where a realtor, we had a lot of cash and we specifically said where we want, even though we made it so easy for her, we actually said, this is where we want to live. Okay. And this is how much we want to spend. I mean, it can't get any easier than that. And uh, we were in every town but the one we asked for. <laughs> right? One particular Saturday, we kept we were in that we were like held hostage. You know, it's the one time we didn't take our own car and we were held hostage in the back seat in towns that we we did not request or ask for. 
and in houses that were twice the size of what we wanted and twice the price. So, you know, people do that. They do it, right? Why do they do it, my friend? Because every now and then people buy something that, that you didn't ask them for. All right, it happens, right? They make they make a living like this, all right? So it's you know it's happens, right? For someone who's a really serious buyer, it 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 might turn you off. You know, you she might even lose that sale before she can even really pedal with you. So I agree with you there that it makes you mad. So it depends on what kind of buyer you are. But there are some buyers who that you do that with, they'll show you twice the price, twice the size, and before you know it, you're moving in. Okay, so they don't know. They're, 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 you know, so it depends on who you get. Okay, um, I had someone like that and she never saw me again. Right? So I'm not one, I wasn't one of those people, right? And unfortunately, she lost everything. I mean, there wasn't even like a little bit of the sale that she was going to get. Once they did that with me, I said this that you're, you're done here, right? You're finished, yes? Um, but on other people, you know, that, that doesn't always work accordingly. So take the example of you and your wife. You're sticking to your plan. You got money in hand, and it's already being distributed to something. Okay, you've already discussed it. You now the something is what you have to find. Okay, you have to discover. You have to find the very thing that fits into the criteria that you're requesting that you asked for. Okay, now your wife is is gone with her. All right, whoever your realtor is, yes, and she's now uh, forgot about your plan. And she's been, she's been sold, darling, okay? She was sold. She's been sold, okay? She's been sold and changed everything, all of the detail of your plans, okay? She's been sold, all right? So that's the thing. Um, it's a sticky problem when we are married or have a, a committed relationship and we agree on something. And then somebody decides to break that agreement. It's a very, very sticky problem, okay? And I would have to say to you, I hate those problems in relationships, right? I hate them, right? And um, I, am a, I am like you, a stickler on when you sit down as a couple and decide on something and give your word to it with money, especially finances, but anything. It could be anything about the relationship that calls for a sit-down meeting where we have to both toss it back and forth, right? And then come to an agreement because then that's the one you have to respect, okay? So I look at this in a lot of different ways. Let's take the house out of the equation for a minute, okay? Let me take the house, the real estate off the market for a second out of your hands. This is now a couple problem, okay? This is about somebody breaking their word and their promise to you that you both agreed on, okay? You didn't say that you twisted her arm on, this, on, on the home, on the conversation. It was something you both agreed upon. You said, yes, 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 good, good. Okay, now let's go, right? Now we're ready, yes? When someone in the partnership decides to break that deal, I always will have a, pro- a very big problem with it because I don't look at it as a house thing. I look at it, no, wait a minute. We need to go back home right now, okay? We're going home right now, all right? Because we need to go back to the table that this was discussed on. That's where we need to bring this, okay? So I say to you that 
take the house off the market right now. I don't know what your situation is. If you're renting, if there's a timetable on it that now you have to get out because your plans, I don't know. But I would advise you that whatever your deal is with where you're currently living to extend that now for another quarter, another three months, whatever. If it's month to month, great. You know, if you can do that, right? If it's three months, you know, uh, if someone's uh, expecting you out and you could extend that another quarter, do that. Because this has to really be worked out. And it doesn't even have to be three months, but this has to be worked out. So I would say to you, take, take, take all the houses that you've looked, o- looked at off the table. This is about, this is now between you and me. It's not a money thing, okay? And it's not a house thing. This is about... You and I have an agreement, love, okay? I mean, I don't know. Am I hallucinating? It was you that I was sitting at the other day. Yes, it was you. looked like you. I don't know, right? She looked like you, and she's, she's amazing like you, and, and you really fit all her features, you know? Did I run away with the wrong woman or what? You know, so make a joke out of it. You know, not a joke joke, but, you know, put a little humor in it because a topic like this could really heat people up. It really can. It can heat people up. And it, and, and it has the, all, the, all the fixings to really start something, a huge flame, and set the pot on fire, right? So all the fixings are there for this, yes? So I would say this is a very dangerous sort of slippery meal that you're going to have with her, right? Very slippery because I want you to be able to have the patience and I want you to have the demeanor with calmness. I don't know what your demeanor is. If you're quick-tempered or, or you're one of those guys that never gets mad about anything, I don't know, right? I, just, I wish I could sit in front of people sometime and kind of get a feeling for it. But because because of the that she's breaking the agreement when you're out, to me, there's nothing worse than someone breaking the agreement when you're out now in front of other people. It's like, wait, wait a minute. You know what I mean? It's like, what? You know, you can't even believe it. You'd think somebody's just taken hostage of your wife. Yes, what the hell's going on, right? You got to bring her back home and you have to say, um, hey, listen, I love, I love those homes just like you. I'm like, yeah, I, well, of course I want to move in those houses. Who wouldn't, right? Who wouldn't want to live in, in, in those houses in that neighborhood? Yes. Yes, we want to. But... That's not what we agreed on, and that's not what... Our, look at the money we have. Don't get angry with me, okay? And then I want you to go online and open up the bank account and show her, okay? Are you seeing something that, I don't, that I'm not seeing? This way she can't throw a tantrum and get angry with you. I want you to take it off you that you're not being the bad guy because a lot of times when couples land here about anything, okay, you become the bad guy, okay? Not you specifically, but then that person becomes the bad person. Like, oh, you know, you're stopping us from blah, 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 right? I want you to open up the bank account. I want you to show her all the money investments that you have. All right, look. It's not me. Look. You know, take a look at what we got, all right? That's all the money that we have. Come on, let's let's keep going. Here are all the investments. Okay, look it. Then I want you to get out your paychecks or your stubs and, 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 and look, at, look at your bank deposits. And then go on the computer and look at all the bank deposits, okay? So that she can clarify what you make, right? So she could see it, right? So you could look to see what she makes, all right? Look, look, click all the deposits so that she could see all the checks, all right? 
have her sit there and do the math, all right? This way it takes it off of you, all right? And she could see and do the math and reason herself what is going to be the appropriate thing. Because what happens is, too often than not, couples squabble about these things and they get angry and take it out on the partner, okay? They forget how much money's in the bank. All of a sudden, they have amnesia about how much the boss pays them. They have amnesia about the kind of raise they're going to get or any sort of movement and shift and pay raises for the next few years. You know what I mean? So um, I want you to open up uh, that dose of reality for her and, and to not say too much about it, okay? Not to say too much and let her and just see what she says. And if she comes back to you and she says, but we have enough for that home, I don't know what you're so angry about because that's what a realtor says. A realtor will say, what you have in money, you know, that you're handing me for down payment will will have enough to secure this and finance this, this, this value home, this price home. They'll say that all the time, okay? But what you have to equate in is, okay, I understand that. But here's the, there's the rest of the money that I got to pay on. Are you, are, you, are you giving me a gift that we don't know about? All right, because that's, that's how much I still have to pay. Yes, yes, you do. That's right. Yes, but if we break it out like this, right, and break it out and it looks like that, then look, right? Nothing's going to change the price of the home unless somebody's going to offer you a big check as a gift by the end of the week for it. Okay, so you really got to use your brain on this and your common sense about what you decided to do, I would still go back to my wife, my partner, and say, here's the issue that I have with you today. I'm not angry with you. I want you to say that I'm not angry because it's, I don't want you to get angry, but it's, fr- it's frustrating. It's not an anger issue. It's frustrating. Your wife fell in love with something. She got in, and a lot of a lot of us do it. You know, we go, oh, what the hell? You know, we may as well live a little. Yes, ah, come on, let's go spend everything. Yes, um, <laughs> so and then you're broke, right? So, <laughs> don't be angry with her, okay? But be annoyed with her that she broke the agreement, okay? I don't want you to be angry about that she fell in love with something, okay? We all are guilty of that. But the fact that she's taking action on it and not stepping back from that is annoying, right? And I would really kind of hold her feet to the fire on that commitment because here's what I'm afraid of. Once again, I'm going to get out of the house right now. What concerns me about people who waffle like that unexpectedly in public, okay, in a time where we should be united that I find out that, that they're on, I'm on, we're on page five and I find out that, that they're on 15 or something, all right? What, what, what alarms me about that is um, what else are they going to waffle about in the relationship that we've agreed on and commitment, okay? That's my issue with this type of thing, okay? That's my issue because I will always go back to the thing and not the product and not the thing that's in the way because the house is in the way. But I'll always go back to, okay, this is where it started. It started at this table right here. We made it, we, we came to an agreement. How many, come on, how many conversations did we have about it? Okay. 
All right, so you can actually be very honest with her and say, I'm, I'm concerned. You don't have to say I'm angry, but you could say, I'm concerned that in front of strangers, you waffled when you could see this is all the money we have, okay? And because what happens with certain partners is they do make you, you, you are the bad guy and you're not the bad guy. You're the guy who held to the commitment. You're, you're anything but the bad guy. Okay, and right now her making you the bad guy is really unfair, and I would be very perturbed at that. I really would be very angry about that, okay? And there's a way to exercise that kind of frustration. I want you to do it the right way. But I understand if you are upset about it, even more than, you know, your, your question led me to believe that you are at this time, that you're a little hot about it because... I'm concerned about what other commitment that I would make with this person that they would nosedive on, okay, when I'm expected them to stand with me and holding hands on it, that they take a dive on and they collapse at the very slight of pressure, all right, from a stranger, no less, from a, from a stranger, okay, this woman's handing over the, your whole bank account, all right, now you can't retire and all this other crap, it's in a way, so um, nobody needs that, so... I would say go to her like that, open up everything, uh, do the math again. And if it means spending a whole day doing it again just to pacify her, <clears throat> I say do it. Okay? If it means if it means another if it means another weekend going through the numbers again, number crunching and everything else, and even uh, with your projections, what you what you both are projecting at what you could earn in the next couple of years, or you know, I don't even know what um, how many years you plan to live in this house. My husband and I were very disciplined people, and we would like put timelines on where we would want to live. That's the way we did things. We said when we moved into our first place, we said, okay, we're going to live here X amount of years, and we did that. We did it to to, to the exact year. And then we, when we bought our home, we said, okay, this is not our forever home, but we're going to live here this amount of years. And we did that. We did it. And we, we did that. Uh, so I don't know if, if you're that, um, you know, planned out, you know, with, with how you're going to do it. Whether this is, I don't know if this is your forever home or your home that you're going to start a family in or what, what, what it is. But um, spend a whole weekend with her. And really breaking out of, okay, this is the amount of years we want to live here. And this is how much we can possibly earn at best. Okay, never, never go to the high side of the numbers because what if somebody loses a job, yes? So I would say on the low scale in your projections, let it be a lower statistically, you know, uh, 10%, 20%, I don't know, uh, that you think you can earn just in case something happens. And I want her to see this in real numbers so that when she goes, when you go out house shopping again, that those numbers are now in front of her still, okay? Because sometimes we, I know we see the, the, the $100,000 kitchen, you know what I mean? We see the $100,000 kitchen with, 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 with the pizza oven and, you know, and, and the marble fireplace right and 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 the tile floors and the fireplace and 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 the master suite you know and and the the giant uh walk-in 
closet with with the with with the kitchenette on the bedroom floor you know what i mean so we get all wowed by these things you know so um this way she won't walk in blinded but that she's got these numbers you know still in her memory her recent memory so that yeah she knows when you go out what's what's also fair to you right the other side of the table, you know, a lot of husbands buckle under this kind of pressure. They do. They they feel bad. They, even though they've had that discussion, they feel like, oh, you know what? She's so good. You know, she's a good egg. Oh, let me, what the hell? You know, I may as well just make her happy. Yes. And they leave, you know, with, with, with the twice the amount of debt that they went in believing that they would have. Right. So a lot of husbands and partners are guilty of just kind of, you know, saying, eh, what the hey, right? So, um, but in your case, you're saying it's really going to hurt to do that. So I would say, don't do it. Okay. Don't do it. Don't, don't, don't cave and, um, don't be mean about it, but show her, uh, but be concerned about her inability to keep a commitment. Okay. That's what I would say for you to take a look at. And, uh, I want to say happy home shopping and, uh, I wish you lots of love and great blessings in your beautiful home. All right. So, um, what do you feel about that? You know, yeah, I, I would also ask you that, um, for those of you that do listen to my podcast, that if you want to weigh in on some of the questions that I, that I discuss, please do weigh, weigh in. Weigh in. You know how to contact me on Twitter and LinkedIn and Instagram and you can go on to my podcast. I I actually will send out a message form that you can talk to me there. Okay. If you, if you have another, a different solution or you want to weigh in on some, on some of the thoughts that I toss around in, in, in my advice to people. All right. So my next question is, what do I do? My boyfriend my boyfriend from his uh, previous relationship, he wasn't married, but apparently he was dating this a girl for a very long time and they have a child together. And uh, I've met the child and we, I love, matter of fact, I love the child. I really love the, the child. The child is in grade school and the child's just really, really lovely. And I, and I really like the woman. I, I like his, his ex. She's, she seems like a really great person. But here's my problem. And it wasn't like this from the beginning, but it seems to be my feelings are saying that she knows that we were getting a lot closer. We recently moved in together. And I think us moving in together has caused her great alarm. And I could feel it. So I don't know that she thinks we're getting married. We haven't announced any plans of marriage, but we do now live together. And I, we are now uh, taking calls in the middle of the night, sporadically on the weekends. I mean, literally, we're in bed together and we get her calls of cries about he's got to come over and help her with the kid. Uh, so he, as the great father that he is, he gets out of our bed any time that she calls and he runs over there to see if he can calm her down well if i were to tell you that this is not putting a major fire in between us i would be lying to you today that this is causing this is causing major major strife 
because I'm starting to wonder if is he going over there because of all these cries or is he really starting to have doubts about not being with her and thinking about maybe going back to her and leaving me because I, what I'm also feeling is uh, I when he leaves I see such guilt he just seems to be different lately I just see him walking around he just looks very guilty <laughs> to me all the time so I'm she's worried about me about now that we're in the same bed and in the same house and I am now worried about her so <laughs> please help me out I am really not sure what to do here I don't want to set myself up for this huge heartbreak and I also don't want to be the other woman that is standing in the way I've thought about it many times and I haven't discussed it with him but I made a decision that I don't want to be the other woman that is in the way of a family. And I, as much as I love him, I actually would leave and walk away if it meant that, the, that he wanted to be with the child's mother. Help me out because I'm really not sure what to do here. Ooh, huh, this is, yes, I, I understand and I get it. I understand. <clears throat> well... I really love who you are. I just love who you are. I wish I could meet you. I love who you are, that you would walk away, okay? I don't hear a lot of people, especially women. You know, women usually don't say they're gonna walk away. Men you hear say, I'm gonna, I'm walking. You know, men will say, I'm walking, as you turn around and see the back of their head. You know what I mean? But women normally don't say they walk away. You, women usually won't say it, and women rarely do. Women will, will hold on to that man, you know, with, 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 with anything and everything that she has in which to hold on to him, okay? So the fact that you're saying you would walk away, I think, is, is really, truly, you're an amazing woman. You're going to have to sit down and do and have a talk with him. And, and, and perhaps it might be appropriate, too, to bring her in. I don't know. Um, but I almost think to bring her in because there's a... Um, there needs to be some clarity around this. There's too much uncertainty kind of swirling around, uh, even with me with this question. It's like, I don't really know. Not being able to really see him and read him. I, I don't know where and what he wants to do. I would talk to him privately first, and I wouldn't accuse him of anything. That is not the way you want to you want to start the converse, initiate this conversation. You want to just say that you are concerned because you know um, I understand whatever her name is. You know, you're she's she's having a lot of struggles lately. That you're you're over there all the time, and you're spending an enormous amount of time over there. And I don't have a problem with that. But what I do have a concern about is where your heart is at this time that's what you really want to know right you want to know where his heart is okay and you have every right to have this meeting and get some answers out of him you want to know where his heart is living okay now we know when we sign up for relationships when people have had another past and that have produced children those children you know come with the relationship and I tell you what if you don't believe that those children are part of that relationship you got it you got to be the one to walk out okay 
for me, I believe, you know, if I met someone, they had children, I would look at their children first. I would actually say to them, your children come before me. I'm sorry. I would, you may not say that, but I'm going to say it for you. Yes. Uh, the children really come first, people. And uh, I believe that um, children shouldn't be put to the side to feel like they're in the way. And I don't like that feeling. I don't, I don't like that. Okay. I don't like that kind of vibe. Okay. So I, I love that you don't stop him because I think with another kind of lady that she would stop him. Well, you, you better not go over there. You get out of that bed. I'll, you know what I mean? Um, you don't you, right? Um, that would be going down in a lot of bedrooms. That man would not be leaving that bedroom. <laughs> I mean, he would not be leaving, right? Because the door would be bolted shut when he came, when he came home, yes? No. The fact that you're, you're just saying go do what you got to do and you're I think it's really great okay it's really great but I understand what you could be feeling so I would say to you you got to really scope it out and you you have to say to him um not to sound insecure but these are really valid points because uh, nobody wants to feel like they're in the middle of something or in the way you know if you weren't there maybe that's where he would be spending all his time so I nobody wants to feel like that and and I don't blame you so have a a, a very nice meeting polite meeting with him and you want to say to him um you want to say I I am disturbed that you're spending that much time over there. Um, I know she's worried about me because this only started after we moved in together. Before we moved in together, it was you went over there, you know, it seemed to be regular visits and it was planned and, and went according to plan. Now we're getting calls in the middle of the night, one, you know, God only knows what hour in the morning and you're running out of there practically with no pants on. So I, I, I'm, I'm concerned. Do you want to go over there and spend more time over there without me? You know, and, you know, here's what he might say. He might say no, because a lot of men, no, no, you're reading it wrong. And they, you know, sometimes men are in denial. You know what I mean? Sometimes they are, you know, and sometimes men listen okay and men might get mad at me on this but it's the truth but sometimes there's a lot of men that man, right now he's got he's got his cake he's got cake on both sides of the table it's great man he's got her he's got you everybody wants him this is wonderful right uh so he's not complaining i didn't say all men but some men might like that arrangement okay i don't know what's happening there i didn't accuse him i would i'm not, not going down that road but some men would like this, okay? The fact that she's calling him, okay? And there's no other man that's been there, okay? Sometimes other men come in and they get mad, right? But the fact that she's still calling him, some men want that, right? Other men, not so much, but he wants to be there, okay? Does he want to be there for the, just a kid? Or does he also, just a little bit of a tinge, also like the idea that he's also going back there to be with her and he likes the idea that no one is there? And sometimes we don't know, right? We don't know that sometimes men like that, especially the fathers of their children. They like it that, you know what, the man, there's no one walking in his, in his, walking in his robe, all right? 
There's no one walking in his robe and that she's still calling him. Some men really like that, okay? So you want to find out from him what exactly is swirling around in his head and, and, and what his heart is truly made out of. And, and you really just got to not beat him over the head with it because he'll never come out that way. But you really want to have a, a soft conversation. Really soften this up, okay? Take all the edges out of it. No, no pointy, no pointy edges here, right? <clears throat> we don't want to hurt him with this conversation, okay? I don't want to hurt him with this conversation. So take all the corners uh, out of it, and I want you to soft pedal it very politely because it's about his child. That we that we love our children more than anything in the world, okay? So I want you to soft pedal this with that you really care, okay? You love this child, okay? You have respect and like the woman, right? But you really want to know, does he have any feelings there? Because sometimes you feel like you just don't want to be in the way. And you really got to come out and say that. And there's nothing wrong with that. You don't want to be in the way of a family. And I, I understand. And, and I tell you what, taking a page out of my book for a moment, I would agree with you. I'm one of those women also. I wouldn't want to be in the way of a family. I actually wouldn't want to stand in the way of a family. I would leave first so that that family could be there because children, I think it's better for the children and I think if the parents really love each other, then why not? Okay, then that's the way it's, it should be, yes? But, um, so, uh, you know, have that kind of heart-to-heart with him and you know him and you'll know how he's feeling. You will know uh, where he really wants to be. And you're going to have to really sit back and not do his thinking for him. And I want you to really listen to what he has to say. That's what I want you to do. I really want you to sit back and be very observing. Okay. Listen to his heart. Okay. Listen to what he's saying. I want you to hear what he is saying to you about how he feels about this woman. Okay. About, about the mother of his children, okay? That's what, that's what I want. That's what I want to hear from him, okay? And you're going to have to be able to determine whether uh, he's in denial or, you know, he's... Yeah, you know, I really want it to come out. And I would tell you, you might need some more time on this if he says, I'm just going over there. I'll give you the scenarios. One, he'll say... I'm going over there because she's calling me over there and I'm trying to help her, okay? Yes, and, and, and do I feel guilty about it that I left and she's there with no one? Yes, I do. I feel guilty about it, okay? I feel guilty because I'm here with you, but I'm in love with you and I don't want to leave you, but I feel guilty that she's, that, that, that she's calling me and that I am the father of that child and I'm not there to help her. So, yes, I go over there for those reasons. So, he might say that, okay? He might say that, okay? If he says to you, yes, I'm going over there and I think she's panicked because she's worried and she's, she obviously still loves me and has feelings for me, then you have to say, do you still have feelings for her? Okay. You have to ask him, do you still have feelings for her? And if he's an honest man and he says, you know what, we weren't compatible, okay, but I still have feelings for her. This is going, that 
answer will be the solution to what you have to do. Okay. I believe if he still has feelings for her, then um, I, I would end the relationship with him, actually. I would. And I mean feelings. When, when I say feelings, I mean romantic feelings. Okay. Romantic feelings that he could still have be intimate with her. Those types of feelings that, yes, they weren't compatible. But, yes, if, 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 if he could jump in the bed with her and it would be just fine. Thank you. <laughs> right. So you have to. You have to know that, and that will give you your answer, okay? And, and this way, every, everything is out of the way. You, you, you have to know what that is. And I would say to you, if someone said that to me, I can't do your, your work for you, but if someone said to me, I still have feelings for another woman that, yes, I could get in bed with them, and it would be okay if you weren't here. If they said, if you weren't here, I would get into bed with them, I would walk away. That would give that that would give you my solution. It would be very, very black and white for me. It would be all done. Okay, so you have to handle that on how you're going to manage that. I believe when people are in relationships, and sometimes they may think they don't have feelings. Sometimes we leave in anger. Sometimes we leave because we're not compatible. Sometimes we leave for all sorts of bizarre, silly reasons. Sometimes financial reasons. You'll be—it's surprising why people walk out of relationships when they walk out in anger. Okay, but if when with some time that's left for them to sort of the, the stew the, from the from the heat of the flame to get off the stew. All right. It's time, okay? And the more time they spend away from that person, the less, you know, the more they can see clarity, you know, comes into their reality. And that they realize, a lot of them, that, wait a minute, I'm still in love with this person. That explains why a lot of people run back to their ex. Perhaps, I'm, you know, I know I walked out over that last fight, but, you know, I'm, I'm still, I still love this person. And I, and I really don't want to be with anyone else. And they try to be with other people, and they can't be. You know, because this person and the haunting of, of, of their presence is still in bed with them. All right. So you're going to have to decipher what what it really is about your husband. I mean, your 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 boyfriend He's your living boyfriend. Uh, what side of the table he is. If he's confused, um, that's a terrible place to be with people that they're confused. All right. I would walk away and give him some time. To, to, to really see where he wants to be so that he's not confused. So however he answers, I've given you all the different scenarios how he could answer. I want you to prepare your heart for any of the answers that you could receive. Okay? I want you to prepare your heart for any of the answers that you could receive. Okay? Because if he says he still has feelings, right? That might, right? If he still, if he says, well, you know, I got away from her, but yeah, I figured out I'm still in love with her, but you know, maybe we shouldn't be together. You know, prepare your heart for all of these things that you're going to hear. Okay, really prepare your heart. Okay, um, so that is that. Are, those are the the best suggestions that I can give you on that question. It's a big one. It's a doozy. It's about a child. It's about a child's life. Okay, obviously she's grown attachment to you and and she knows and has an understanding about the breakup and she's uh living around that and all and adjusting to a new way of life Uh, so i would be very sensitive that this is not just about you and 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 all these grown people 
but the three of you, but a lot of this is also about the child. So whichever direction it goes, people need to be very respectful that there is a child here and that her feelings and that the atmosphere for which she's being raised should, should be, have, be integrity filled. That's, when I, that's how I'll end it there. All right, I'm going to take a station identification break, and I'll be back in a moment. Welcome back. You're listening to Bear This and That Relationship Radio. I'm your host, Cynthia DeLeonardo. Well, I am tackling questions today with the best of my advice and solutions on Monday, motivation, what is it, motivational Monday, whatever, it's like tomato or tomato, what what are you most comfortable with, right? It's Monday motivation, or it can be motivational Monday, whichever you prefer, yes? So I'm doing a motivational Monday version of what do I do today on today's uh, podcast broadcast. Thank you so much. So I'm in my third question. And my third question is this, help, I'm falling in love with my boss. Oof, I have a boyfriend and he's married. He's not making any plays for me, but he's just being his beautiful, amazing self. We work very closely together. In the last six months, we started doing a project together. So, you know, we spend a lot of hours, you know, after hours, and and we're getting something done. That's we're we're in the finish line on getting it done. But what I've discovered about my boss is that he's one of the most charming men that I've ever met. And I don't compare him to my boyfriend. He, there's, there's so, I don't compare them at all, and I'm very happy with my boyfriend, but I, I haven't been able to help the emotions that's kind of been running around in my head, <laughs> running around in my head about this man when I'm not working. Now, all of a sudden, my boyfriend has noticed, you know, I'm at work, you know, you know, at, at, it, it's still dark out, and I'm already rushing out of the house to go to work, you know, to any opportunity to work alongside and be with my boss. Here are my issues. Yes, it's a crush that I have and crushes are probably normal to have on our bosses. But my issue is, is that I'm not so sure it's a crush. (laughs) I'm not sure it's a crush. I think I'm really starting to fall in love with this man and that is, is really scaring me. It's scaring me because it's my job. It's my boss. I have respect for him. I have respect for his family. And more than anything, I, I realize that he's, I, I'm, not, he's, I'm not supposed to be fishing for him. You know? so, but here's the biggest issue that I want you to help me. Help me. What do I do? This is one of the best jobs I've ever had. I love working here. I don't want to quit my job, but I'm, I'm desperate for answers at how do I step back and get rid of all these feelings that um, that's swirling around with me with this man? How do I do it? Please help me because I, I'm at the point where I might need to quit this job, but I actually can't afford to. What do I do? Well, this certainly is not a common quest, a common thing that happens amongst, um, amongst work people, right? I mean, when we all work there... Uh, you'll spend more time 
with the people that you work with than you ever spend with, with your partners. That is the truth. Some of us will spend more time with the people that we work with than our own intimate partners. That is the truth. So when you fall in love with them and you're not supposed to fall in love with them, that, that can make it very difficult for everybody. Yes, <laughs> it makes it very difficult. So let me go through all of the different issues here that you're dealing with. Um, I am very empathetic to you because I know it's not a good thing and I would never recommend people doing it, but here's where love walks in and, and, and where the foolishness of our imagination walks out. This is how love happens, you know what I mean? It's a love thing, right? So it is the way love works. It's the way it happens. And um, some people have a little more control over it. But you, I, don't, I, I won't accuse you that you let yourself fall completely. Because sometimes, right? I mean, come on. Sometimes we work with very attractive people. They're attractive. And then you start working very close with them. And then you discover that not only are, are they attractive to you, but now you realize that there's some sort of compatibility, stability, that, re- that is a real turn-on with you. That, that there's a compatibility issue that you discover at work. And you discover it because of the enormous amount of time that you're spending with them. You discover, wait a minute, this is really am- amazing. <laughs> right, right? And then you start to wonder, I wonder what they're like at the grocery store. You know, let's go grocery shopping today at lunchtime, right? So then your imagination starts to, to walk away and walk into all these different places, right? You're imagining what they're like at home. Oh, what are they like in the furniture store, right? And before you know it, your imagination has landed you on house shopping with them, yes? Uh, so, <laughs> right? We really don't want to go there with, 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 with these people. We don't, we don't want to go there. And I tell you, a lot of us try and fight very, very big battles not to go there because it, it's certainly not the first time that we, you find yourself being somewhat vulnerable of, of, around certain people. And well, come on, we know what time it is within ourselves. Yes, we know. We're like, wait a minute, I could really get in trouble here. I've got to really be careful right here. This is danger, right? Right? We know that. But you have to, I, I, I would say to you for now and for the future, you're going to have to look at these situations and say, danger, I can't go there. And you're going to have to know that you cannot walk there. Okay. Otherwise, you could be falling in love with all the, all the wrong kinds of men. And the reason I say this to you, and, I'm, and I, I put a little humor in it because it is such a serious thing. But the reason I talk to you the way I do right now is because you'll be breaking your own heart hundreds of times one after the other with all the falling in love with the wrong men is hazardous to our heart. Okay, It's hazardous. Falling in love with people who, who are not available to us is not a good idea. They're not available, all right? So I would say for anyone that you feel yourself falling in love with those, with those people, when men, men or women, there's a lot of men too, they work with these very attractive women and oh, she's so nice and my wife is so tough at home and this woman's so soft and beautiful, right? And oh my God, I wonder what she's like. And your imagination starts to walk into a room that does not belong there. Don't do it, right? It'll lead to a heartbreak every time because, right, we all know that man will come and beep, right? 
whoop your whoop, right? <laughs> right? You don't want to do it, right? It's somebody, it's, she's already been spoken for, dude, right? You can't go there, boss or no boss. So I would say as much control and discipline that you can have when you're working with these phenomenal people, human beings, is what we have to do. And sometimes it is painful, right? Sometimes it is, right? We love, we, we're like, we're just swooned by some of these people. It is painful sometimes. But it's the kind of pain that you're going to go get a giant Band-Aid for and put it on, man. You got to wear that thing, all right? Put that Band-Aid on, right? Don't go there, okay? These people are not available to you. The other thing that I would say to you is this. You know, it, uh, sometimes we fall in love very easily at work, too. Why? Because... They come in, they look so beautiful, these women, their hair is all coiffed, they're beautiful, and the nails, everything is all done in the nines, and everyone's on their best behavior, for the most part. The most part, right? Every now and then we have a cranky day. Yes, at work, people get to see you behind the closet. But for the most part, we come in, you know, we're, we're, the sun is always shining, and we come in, and we're diligent, and uh, sometimes we fall in love with so many different aspects of people. We love who they are during their hustle. It's a turn-on, yes? Look at them go. Oh, my God. It's amazing, right? We fall in love with the hustle. We fall in love with the way they do business. Oh, my God. You know, I can't believe she's so amazing. She just closed that huge deal. You know what I mean? So we fall in love with some of the personas that we see, right? And we fall in love with the, the silk stockings and the, and, 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 the, and, and, and the beautiful, what is it, the, 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 the Johnson Murphy shoes. Uh, do I have it right or, or backwards? I hope not. But we fall in love with those the beautiful shoes he wears. They're always so shiny, right? The ties he wears, he's so impeccable. Oh, my God. You know, he's always the hair and everything. He's so perfect, yes? So uh, who wouldn't fall in love with that? We fall in love hundreds and hundreds of t- over and over again with these people, yes? They're beautiful, right? They come in there on their best, right? They're heroes, right? They're out saving everything, yes? Um, uh, it's, it's a lot to fall in love with. <laughs> it really is. But I, but I say to you, I say to you, really, I want you to look at them as, yes, they're, they're uh, beautiful and I would love to grocery shop with them and maybe house shop too, right? But they're spoken for and they belong to someone else. Okay. I want you to say that. Okay. And if they're not spoken for and they don't belong to someone else, I want you to remind yourself that uh, how, how much longer do you want to collect checks from here? Okay? That's, that, that's the other thing you have to look at, seriously. How much longer do I want to collect checks from here? All right? Because there's a lot of organizations that if they discover that um, there's a little hanky-panking going on, you know, outside of business hours, they... Days and I have worked at some of those organizations. They fire someone. That is true. I've been at those organizations. Somebody gets fired, gets handed the pink slip. Okay, that they they don't always want it. Okay, they don't always want it because it represents a headache for them. Okay, because they they don't want to deal with oh that's not fair. You know she's sleeping her way to this this that she slept her way to that raise and everything else. A lot of organizations, if they're really onto it that they don't want it because they don't want the headache that goes with it. Nepotism and, and everybody storming the, 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 
the big boss's door and the CEOs and, and the ownership and everything else. Everything becomes very risky. And a lot of organizations don't like to put their organizations and their, and their payroll at risk for relationships, okay? Uh, so it depends on the kind of organization you work with. So there's some organizations that are really tight, really tight like that, that they're really no nonsense, okay? Even a peep out of it, somebody's gone, all right? Um, there's other organizations that say, ah, oh, you know what? He's single, she's single. They work together for 10 hours every, every day, and they, and they kind of set you up, all right? Because they think, ah, oh, they work together, they're so cute, and... And some organizations do that. They say, ah, you know, it's not going to hurt anything. And, and, and before you know it, you become a married couple working at the same organization, okay? And some people support that, okay? It depends on who you're working for, what kind of people. And, and most organizations will make it very clear where they stand. They make it very clear. And some of them you have to really hide, all right? So that you know you're having a, a relationship in, in the organization, and but you're hiding it really well like nobody knows all right and then you both leave right? you both leave right and nobody was the wiser and then they find out down the road that you were mar- old married couple and they're like wow really that was really going on yeah it was you know what i mean right under your nose right in the office sometimes yes right uh so you have to be able to really weigh it out and you have to weigh it out really accurately because your paycheck could be on the line along with your reputation for how you handle yourself and 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 uh and on work territory all right uh so that's one aspect that that we have to concern ourselves with the other aspect is um you know, people being really available to you. That's the other thing, you know, falling in love. And some people do that. We fall in love with people who are not available, okay? And I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think it's a good idea because what could happen, all right? It could rock his boat, all right? Maybe he is very happy at home, but how disciplined, you know, I never blame... I never blame the, the, the partner for the affairs and infidelity or anything like that. I say, man, if they went, they wanted to go. They were waiting for something, right? Um, but the other thing that happens very, very naturally is sometimes people really do fall in love. They do fall in love. They do fall in love that way, and they didn't mean to do it. I have seen people like that. They weren't lusting after someone and maybe that's your situation I don't really know without talking to you but sometimes we do fall in love with people and we we're very surprised they're like wait a minute how did that even happen sometimes that happens all right so if that's how that happened for you I don't come on so heavy but I tell you you got to really use your brain here and that's why I painted that accurate picture in the beginning of my question my solution for you is you really have to think very clearly with your brain because there could be a, a lot on the line here and at stake. And you really have to, you have to play your cards very, very smart. So it's not a game. This is your livelihood. It's not a game. It's your livelihood. It's how you are going to pay your rent, your mortgage, your bills, and how you're going to eat. So we can't, we can't be sloppy here. Okay, That's why I'm very firm about it. But I also give into the fact that I understand that people fall in love and they fall in love sometimes very surprisingly. And sometimes when you tell your partner that, you, that, that you're leaving, 
sometimes when we tell our partners, I'm sorry, but I'm leaving because I fell in love with someone and it was by accident. I actually believe those people. I do believe those people. I believe them. I believe them that it, sometimes it is an accident. <laughs> I mean, I didn't mean to. It's not like I set off to do it. Okay. Sometimes it's outside dispositions, personalities, compatibility, and all the things just seem to be mixed and in, in, at the right place at the right time for which and how for which and how you're receiving it and then all of a sudden you have something okay so i say to you that uh the issue here is that this man is really not out for bait and that's why i'm very firm with you because he's not out for bait he's married okay you're different you have a boyfriend you could break up you i don't know how how big of a commitment but you don't have a marital commitment um, and, and, and a legal thing is different. We don't, I don't know if he's got children, you know, a family, that type of thing. But um, because you said he's married, I would back up and completely back your emotions out of that. And you're going to have to go through a little pain here. Okay, it's going to be painful. So uh, the solution is, is it's going to hurt a little bit. Okay, it's going to hurt a little bit. So here's what I want you to do on that road. He's married. Okay. And now when you look at him and when you work with him every day, I want you to look at his ring finger. Does he wear a, a, a wedding ring? I want you to stare at it. All right. And I want you to get fixated on his wedding ring. Okay. Does he have family photos up? I want you to look at his family. He's not available. Okay. He's not available. Okay. The reason I say this is I don't want you to walk down a road that you're going to get hurt. Okay. Because you might be going down the road that you're going to get hurt on this, okay? He is married, okay? And unless he tells you he's unmarried, right now he's married, okay? I want you to um, look at him right now is, yes, I have this huge thing for him, but he's unavailable to me. He's just not available right now or ever, right? I want you to talk yourself into it, right? I want you to, this weekend, go out and buy a whole big box of Band-Aids, okay? And I want you to put a Band-Aid <clears throat> on one of your fingers as a reminder, okay? And I want you to wear that Band-Aid every time you, every day until you have control over those feelings as a reminder to what you're doing, okay? Pulling back. It doesn't mean not to be to be unprofessional. It doesn't mean to all of a sudden be cold. It doesn't mean to be anything but this wonderful, amazing person that you're being in your employment with him. What it does mean is to take your heart off the table. Take your heart off his sleeves. That's what this is, conversation's about. Okay. I want you to take your heart off his sleeves. Okay. He really doesn't need that right now. Okay, Unless he comes to you, the two of you go off tomorrow Okay, and you hold a meeting. You go out to the bar for a drink or whatever it is. And he says, you know what? Do you feel? You feel what I'm feeling, right? Do you feel like I do? Because that's a conversation Okay, that, that someone will have with you. That's the kind of conversation someone will have with you if you're you're not supposed to you you and i both know we're not supposed to yes yes but do you feel well like i do <laughs> right 
That's the conversation, right? They write songs about this stuff, right? To make it easy for us, you know what I mean? Oh, man. They make songs about this stuff to make it easy for us. Do you feel like I do, okay? When you both know you're not supposed to, right? So, um, you know, if you both go off and have that discussion and decide, man, we are so in love with each other that, man, we can hardly function, right? We can't get through the work day, man, without delusions of grandeur where we're going to be by 5 o'clock this afternoon, right? Um, then you know what? Then you got to move with those emotions accordingly together, yes? And how does that translate? It means you might both have to quit, right? Somebody or you both are going to have to quit that job, yes? All right. So that's what, I, that's what, I, that's what I'm talking about, all right? And uh, so if it lands there, that's different. But you cannot lure him to that. But you both have to be like, oh, let's go to lunch together. And if you have that meeting, you both say that, well, <laughs> you know what? Uh, that's the way it goes. That, and that is the way love goes. Yes, there you go. there's a song for every... For every for, there's a song written and sang for every parcel, particle of, of emotion that we have in relationships. You just start playing that song, right? On the car ride, yes? Uh, maybe, you know, if you really want to break the ice of really what time it is and, and, and the reality of what's been going on. Yes, it's another song, yes. Uh, so, <laughs> anyway... Um, you got to stick a little humor in this because otherwise it's just too damn painful, yes? Uh, so um, those are all the different scenarios. I painted them all for you on how something like this can, can, can really ride out, all right? So you can do all of those things, but I would say to you, um, when these things happen, that it must be the both of you. You'll know it's love, and I tell you... Um, you know it's love when you're both reaching for each other at the same time. That's how you'll know, okay? If it's done any other way, if you got to put out bait, you're short, your hemlines are getting shorter every day, right? And, 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 the, and the buttons on your blouse are, are, you know, the tops of your blouse are going missing, okay? That's not the way, all right? This is about um, not lusting after people, but... Uh, this is about really authentically really falling in love with someone and not preparing for what that means and represents in your life. It's like, oh my God, I didn't expect to be here. Now what do I do, right? I'm in love with someone and now I got to figure this out very carefully. So this is about that uh, if you both have those feelings, both of you at the same time, not that you're just, you know, nose diving in love for him, but that he also has realized, like, wait a minute, you know, he's looking at you the same way. And right now, both of you, it's like, shush, the cat. Nobody can really admit it or want to admit it because of it's, ta- it's, it's, it's like taboo. It's another song, right? Um, it's, it's like taboo. Nobody really wants to come forth and be the first one. But when the love becomes so unbearable, because people, when they're so in love, they, you feel like you're going to burst, right? You're like, oh, my God, you know, what's going to happen? My heart's just going to spill everywhere. You feel like you're going to burst at the seams. So if the love is really that authentic between the two of you, okay, I've seen it. I've, I've seen it. I know, I know what I'm talking about right here. If it's that 
huge between the two of you and that intense, you'll start reaching for each other at the same time. And there won't be any sort of luring and I think I got a crush on him and then he starts falling because he thinks you got to, you know, it won't work like that. You'll fall in love kind of at the same time gradually and reach for each other at the same time. Okay. And then you'll have to figure out the mess. Yes. So (laughs) that is what you're dealing with when you're dealing with people who are not readily prepared and who are readily available to you. That's what you're dealing with, okay? That's what I'll say to you in all my truth, right? And every, looking at every angle of how this could possibly go, all right? That is everything I've spelled it out for you. So you're gonna have to really um, uh, play your cards correctly, uh, be very accurate, and you have to be very careful that you don't make any mistakes here because your livelihood is on the line, yes? And I will leave you with that. And you're a big girl. And you'll, you'll know the cues and uh, follow your instincts. Uh, but at all times, no matter what, whether you guys decide to get together or not, the workplace is a place of professionalism. Okay? It is not to divulge to anyone. Oh, you know, because people sometimes know. And I think they know because somebody couldn't, couldn't, couldn't hold their seams. You know what I mean? I think people sometimes know. And they know because somebody couldn't hold their seams. That's you. All right? So uh, you cannot burst at the seams on this one because you know this man is not available. So that would be really politically incorrect. And even if he was available, people start to get angry in the workplace. They really do. They start to get miffed even thinking that there's a crush, thinking the advantages that you might have over them, over anything else because of the, the, the sort of, you know, feelings that you have. So uh, play your cards correctly. Nobody can know in the workplace. I mean, not a hint of it at all. So if there's a little, you know, smile, too much smiling and, 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 and you're too enthusiastic about being next to him, you need to very consciously and intentionally pull back, Wear the ba- put the Band-Aid on, all right? Put the Band-Aid on, and I want you to wear it because this way it's a reminder, okay? Um, and that's all I got. You know, and, and if anyone listening, you know, has uh, any solutions that would be great, or you want to chime in with your own experience to any of the questions that I, that I talk about, I'd love to hear it if you're willing to share it with me. I really do. I really would love, love, love to hear it. So anyway, I'm going to leave you with this. It's Motivational Monday. What is motivating you today to have an amazing week? That's what I want to leave for you in question. Okay. What is motivating you to have an amazing week this week? That's what I would love to know from from any of you who would love to answer me, right? If you love to answer me. And maybe that's a question that I should put out on a post. It's a great question. I'd love to to hear what's motivating you to have an amazing week. Uh, Otherwise, I want to wish you an amazing week. And whatever you do, may it be in love and to the best of your success. Cheers to you. Until next time. Good night. I didn't stop it. <laughs> I pushed the button. Yikes. <laughs>